Hey, so how's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be chatting briefly about time management for teens. So the reason I'm recording this episode is because from what I see at times out of any demographic age group of kids, teenagers tend to live the busiest lives and they tend to get into more clubs when they're older, uh, do more activities and schoolwork tends to get busier and especially with junior cert and leaving cert. So this short episode is intended to give a few tips for any teenagers out there who want to get a better hold on their time. So to begin, uh, the first thing I'd usually share with teenagers is that if you don't begin to put your time into boxes of little jobs or boxes of to-dos and things like that, you can tend to drift throughout the week. And a certain amount of drifting is totally cool because you do need to plug out, need to recharge and everything like that. However, if you're not getting everything you need to get done in your week and you feel a bit overwhelmed at times, well then taking a look at how you manage your time is definitely something worth considering. As I said to teenagers, I'd be like, you know what, give it a go for 30 days and if it doesn't suit you, that is totally cool. At least you know you tried it and you can try something different then. Um, Because the thing about time management is, it's basically a skill. It's not something that you sit down and do like day one and after that everything's sorted. It's all good. You'll never have to do it again. Uh, Circumstances will change. Uh, You'll be busier at certain times of year than others. Many outside circumstances can change. But the one thing that teenagers can do is still sit down and figure out where their time is going and figure out what is the most important thing to get done within that time. Where would be a good place to start? Uh, Simply is my first answer. It's a very simple answer, but it's a very relevant answer. So start with the simple things. Like I would say on a Sunday is one of the best days um, for a teenager to just sit down with a little piece of paper or an app if they just want to use their phone. There's many apps which I'll talk about later on in the episode that can help with this too. But let's say a piece of paper or the notes function on their phone. It would consist of looking at the week and more than likely teenagers you'll you will have to sit down and chat with your mom and dad about what's going on that week like if you have a brother or sister doing another activity that you might have to come along in the car for there'll be times like that that you might just have to leave the house and go wherever everybody else is going uh, so those sort of times are worth finding out about and then with that let's say if you're in the car for half an hour or an hour or whatever picking tasks or schoolwork or whatever it is you need to get done that you can do in the care or in whatever environment you've been brought to. And then let's say for times you be at home, that's when you could do more study centric things like things that you get to sit down at your desk and you've peace and quiet and no outside distractions. So as you go along that, you'll find that you'll see, let's say on a Thursday, you go, oh man, I, I'm going to be brought to my brother's soccer game. Uh, so that means I'll be at the pitch what can I get done at the pitch if there's something I really need to get done? Um, like, for example, a time where time management goes out the window for me anyways is holidays. I don't need to schedule out my hours when I'm on holidays. It's the whole purpose of a holidays. And there's times of the year where even time management, I will plan it a hell of a lot more stricter than, let's say, other times of year. So this is a sort of whatever you need to get from it that's the amount of intensity you need to put into it. Like I'd often see teenagers, once it comes to 
leaving cert time, junior cert time, that's when they begin to get a lot more clued in about time management and what priorities do lie ahead for them. However, since time management is a skill, and a skill is something that you develop, it's something worth starting, even if you're in first year. Because by the time you get to the bigger years, then you'll have a good, better hold on it. And then the flip side of the coin reads, well, it's not too late to start. Even if you're in junior cert or leaving cert, you're, better, you're still better off managing your time rather than letting your time manage you. So that'll be a brief bit about sitting down. Now, looking at your week ahead and planning out what, where you've been brought and possibly what is it you can do in those areas where you're being brought. So as I was saying with soccer and things like that, those are areas to consider. Then the next thing is looking at your week. Well, when you are at home, what do, what requires most of your attention? Is it a project that's three weeks away that all of a sudden will be two weeks away and one week away and then two days away and one day away? Things like that. If you can nip away the work a little bit in advance and by the time it comes around, it won't have seemed as big a thing. And let's say that you've sat down on the Sunday, you've seen what's coming up ahead in your week, and now you know where the blocks of time are going to be gone. Well, the next question is, what do you put in those blocks? And really, a good place to start is looking at what's required for, we'd say, school this week. What may be required for other projects, other clubs, other things you've gone on this week. And if you've any goals set for yourself, like exercise goals, there'll be many different things, but allocating time for those in your week, that's where on a Sunday can become really good. And you might have an initial bit of resistance to this, because I know I did, definitely. I, I was like, this is way too serious to take life, and it's way too serious to think about where my time is going. But all of a sudden, the stress and anxiety of ending the week and not knowing where my time went and not knowing certain things were coming up and not having things completed, being behind on projects, things like that. And I, I actually mean school and college specifically there. And it was all because I didn't plan my week. So I definitely recommend giving it a go for 30 days and seeing how you go with it. How do you do it then, we'd say specifically? As I was saying, just start really simply. Really simply. Pen and paper or note pad on the iPhone or Android whatever type of phone you have and just get a hold on seeing where your week goes where the time goes um, as for apps because I think apps especially for teenagers hold a lot of potential because when an app is developed it's developed with encouraging usability in mind like we know from Fortnite from video games that gamification it really is a thing that can make people come back into apps like we'd say snapchat has snap streaks or whatever type of things and instagram for example lets everybody know who's seen your story to encourage you to upload more now whether that's good or bad that is completely down to people's opinions however there is a really good side to that when it comes to good apps that encourage good habits so one app i'd encourage students to use is habitable it's an app called Habit Bull, all one word. And what it does is it creates a sort of a game out of setting new habits. And let's just say, sitting down on a Sunday for five to 10 minutes to find out what's going on in the next week, especially if you're in the exam years, 
doing that once a week can be called a habit even though it's not a daily habit it's still a weekly habit and habit bull can definitely encourage you to first of all do the habit it sets a reminder and it'll pop up on a sunday or whatever day and say hey time to plan your week and when you do you just tick it off on the list and habit bull gives you a nice green tick and lets you know how you're getting on how many weeks in a row you've done this and how many experience points you've built up and things like that I know that this sounds so simple in context and so simple that it could be easy to go, yeah, but sure, that doesn't really matter. But the thing about that is it's usually the simplest things that as human beings we're very likely not to do just based on how simple we perceive them to be. And what's simple not to do and what's simple to do is also simple not to do. And that is why I generally suggest like 30 days, just give it a go. Uh, for teenagers and adults too whoever wants to give it a go and I think you begin to find you learn things about where your time goes in the week and about let's say the benefits of having your time planned out and knowing exactly what you manage to get done in a week now let's fast forward to the end of the week and say that As I was saying, that doing this isn't just a once-off. It's a skill to develop and circumstances will change. Well, on a Sunday, it's also a good day to review where your time went. Like, did it go according to plan? Was there any unexpected times you you had to leave the house? Was there any unexpected projects that popped up in school? Um, Was there any unintended adventures that just happened and you didn't get everything done? That is why on Sunday it's a really good day for another 5 to 10 minutes to look at the blocks of time and go, man, yeah, Thursday was an absolute write-off. So maybe I'll watch out this Thursday if it's going to be the same. And maybe that means that Thursdays are always write-offs for the school season, which means if it's stuff that's outside your control, you can't change it. However, you could do a bit more on a Wednesday or prioritise a bit more on your Tuesdays to allow for this day of Thursday that just... You've like, we say, three sports, four sports, a drama, whatever it is you do after school on top of homework. So that would allow you to, on your Sunday, check out how you're doing and set your plans for the next week with your time. And the last thing, the most important thing is to adapt. Let's say you do this for 30 days, but every week you just look at your week and you go, oh man, yeah, geez, this week was a disaster. Next week comes, you go, oh man, that week was a disaster too. And this keeps going on and on and on for years (laughs) of school. Adaptation is what will make that change. And again, this is all to do with things that you can change. Um, Some things you can't control. You can't control what homework you get, (laughs) but you can control how well you do it and how much time you give it and everything like that. Then how do you adapt? Well, Looking back the way is one thing and asking yourself simple questions. And of course, the power of writing it down is massive uh, or writing it on your phone. Like, what did I learn this week? And learn as in, what did I learn about how my time goes? Like, for example, it can be simple as I learned that Thursday was an absolute write off of a day. That's one question. The second question is, how could I do better next week? And that's immediately making you look into next week, but also from the frame of going, how can it be a better week for me? And what can I do about it? Because you could go, 
I hope will be better next week. And that's okay. However, if there's anything within your action and your power to do yourself that can make it a better week for you, then I completely suggest giving it a go. And the last question then is, what am I going to do about it? And that's where you set your actions. And that brings you into the following week, having learned a bit more from the week before and adapting and getting better. And out of anything like this, like in one talk I gave before, I said, you know what? If I was in school and I was just told to manage my time better, I had no hope of doing it. I'd do the opposite. I'd, <laughs> I'd find a way to like completely unmanage it. However, if somebody said to me, you know what? The benefits of doing it would be dot, dot, dot. I think when we see the benefits of things for ourselves, and I can't say any one benefit like, John, you'll have more time to play soccer. Because that only appeals to people who like soccer and play soccer. Or I can't say, you'll have more time to play Fortnite. Some people go, well, I don't play Fortnite, so that doesn't matter to me. One complete blanket statement I can say, though, is you're going to have more time for the things you like to do. You're going to have more time for the things you like to do. Whatever you like to do is completely up to you. But to do those things, you need time. And if you don't manage your week, which as a teenager, you end up completely losing time out of the things you like. Or worse still, spending a load of time at those things. And I'm going to say like computer games, because I've done this. <laughs> spending time at computer games, playing them. And all of a sudden, you look at your week and go, oh man, I have that French project due tomorrow. And I've played like five levels of that game. And that won't get me French marks. <laughs> so those are little things to watch out for. I'm going to wrap it there for today. Hope you found this useful. If you have any comments, questions, otherwise, please, you can get in touch on Instagram. I'm listed as Dave Donahue, or you can message me on Facebook. Thanks for listening. Catch you soon.